The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Potterotica podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Allie. And I'm Danny. And we are really excited for this. This is chapter five of season seven, and we are just cooking with gas. Everyone's hooking up, partnering up, moving into flats. It's great. <laughs> I realized we didn't call out. This is the halfway part. This very moment, because we haven't this started second. reading no, the last second. four. No, no. <laughs> and now it is. And now it is, because we <laughs> haven't, it still is. That we've got four episodes left, and we've already done four. Holy That's half. smokes. That's a half. <laughs> oh my God. You should That's be a hofty. We're at the hofty part. I didn't major <laughs> in divination for nothing. <laughs> the halfway point of the season, <laughs> as we say. Hof, yep, we do. So it feels like, very like a German. I feel like Berlin. Hof, like we're at the halfway point of the season. Ooh. I feel like we've gotten some character development. We know some kind of inner struggles, some outer struggles. Mm. You know, relationships are forming. Some into the out, to the in struggles. In, the ins and outs. Um, so we just have, I think, two announcements, and then we're going to dive on in. I'm itching. You're witching. I'm itching. I'm witching. Itching for, itching for witching. a witching. Okay, well, the first one is reminder about the Grendeldong story, that 20,000 words, August 21st, mm-hmm. get your quills a-quillin. Quills a-quillin, and again, we want some steamy, hot, sexy times by at least 4,000 words into the story. At least 4,000 different characters. And 4,000 different characters. <laughs> Please. We want more Morag. You think we'll get some Morag this episode? Oh, Morag. 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 Not, unless Morag not unless she's a time traveler. Mm, oh, this so. episode, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but not in the Grundle Book. No, I want her in that I want her. Too. I want more, a Morag appearance. <laughs> <laughs> she's like a the secondary character, like a, a tertiary plus. Yeah. Like, welcome to the store owners and... You know, yeah. store owner, Morag McDougal. I feel like it's like Morag, Blaze, and Jason. <laughs> oh, my three favorite. And Plughorn. Those are my fa- four favorite characters. These are like who really, ma- who really matters. Yeah. yeah. If someone, side note, if someone can create a story <laughs> with just those four characters, praise. Oh, my God. Praise be. Yeah. Um, okay, so have that to us by August 21st, and then have a little summary at the top so we, because we don't read the story in advance, so we want to get a gist of what's happening in the Grundle, Grundle Dong story. <laughs> <laughs> and then stay tuned for the at the end of the episode. We have another. It's like a quick little song. It's by like Hillary. A yeah, a little jingle. It is like a jingle. Um, it's Hillary. So Hillary has uh, written a couple other songs for us, and so you will recognize her voice. And so stay tuned at the end, and you will hear a fun little song. Have we already made a joke about that? Now that's what I call music. Volume. Blah blah blah. Like yeah. What, what volume did we say that ours would be called? But we were just going to call it now. That's what I call music. But volume sixty nine. Probably because the one I think volume sixty nine exists. Oh really? I bet they would have done it like the thirteenth floor on an elevator, volume sixty eight and volume seventy, knowing that like sixty (laughs) nine would have been too inappropriate for (laughs) the teen audience for us. I grew up Christian, and ours was called Wow instead of Now. Wow, that's what I call hits. I remember seeing like a friend had that in the car. Wow! Exclamation! There was a guy named Chris something that was. There were lots of Chris's. Chris Tomlin. (laughs) Yeah. For some reason, I like think I would know his song if I heard it. (laughs) I was like, yeah, whoa, fun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm listening to like Ludacris. Yeah, and we're like, DC Talk, Audio Adrenaline, Newsboys. Do any of those mean anything to you guys? No. <laughs> no. I got nothing. Um, okay. Creed? So, that means a little bit. No. 
All right. So just in case you don't know, we do have a Patreon and we call them the dongs. And so they are actually watching us live do this. And every week we do that with the dongs. We spend about 15 minutes chatting about our exciting weekends. Um, (laughs) And then they watch us all the movie magic. And then afterwards we have what we call after blows, which is we either discuss aspects of the story in detail or last week. Did it just come out on Friday? On Fridays, they'll come out and you get to hear us do a uh, sex versus food, would you rather. So food. if you're out there and you care about all that extra stuff, <laughs> we'd love to Danny's have Danny's answer straight Danny's down. promo. Let's, you know what? We'll cut what I said and Danny will just say, hey, Patreon, food, food. dongs. <laughs> it helps make sure that we can keep the podcast going, everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, more sexy fun is happening over there. <laughs> Where do you do it? You just search us, right? Potterotica on Patreon? Yeah. Patreon.com yeah. backslash Potterotica. Of course. I like that like, always you guys know the like actual things. I'm like, and just find it. Just I, clap into the air and, and ask for it. You guys put are like, it into or bang. this URL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Also, the best part is that Danny has secretly been making cockroach puzzles. When do you post them, Dan? Like towards the over the weekend, it's a weekend activity. <laughs> so with clues from the week's episode, which I think is so great, I love a crossword. Hey, do you want to pay to work? Perfect, become a Patreon, and then you solve a puzzle. <laughs> Perfect. Danny, Danny goes. Do you think anyone's doing them? <laughs> and we're like, Danny, oh, of course. Well, Lindsay goes. Love You're them. still doing them. <laughs> So 33% of our hosts don't Listen, that means there's so much content happening over there that I can't even keep up. It's not saying much. Uh, Anyway, we'd love to have you. We love you. That's all. Goodbye. (laughs) All right. So I think let's just do the um, Pensieve. I know that we ended and Ginny had just showered and put on like a t-shirt and was hanging out at Harry's flat and got... Something in the mail. A sexy wizarding catalog. Eros. Eros. But... Prior to that, we got a double blowjob back and forth with Neville and Harry, right? Didn't they swap well, blowjobs? We just got the second blowjob last week. The first one was the week before. Oh, oh, oh okay. So we got the we got Neville giving part, his first blowjob to Harry of the yeah. blue. <laughs> and uh, so that happened, and then they parted ways. Harry came home, met Jenny at met, the train, yeah. invested in real estate, invested, <laughs> his starter home, invested in a starter home. <laughs> She took a job with the ministry. Yeah. And then Ginny came over and they kind of brushed over what happened over the last year and got to some boning. Yeah. Yeah. Harry and Ginny are back in the same physical space. They've been dating. Ginny and Luna are still dating. But Neville and Harry have parted ways, although Hogwarts, they plan to stay in touch. I hope Neville comes back in before this whole thing's over. I hope he comes in something. (laughs) He deserves a lot of that. He does. Didn't we think he's boning with Draco somewhere on the gun? Yeah, he's for sure with Draco. Yesterday I saw, you know how we joked that Harry was giving Segway tours in Berlin? (laughs) I saw a construction vehicle that looked like a Segway. A guy rides on it, standing up, except then it's got a little, it's like a forklift, but it's very small, like a Segway. And he had a little bit of trash. And I was like thinking of like, it's like Harry taking Neville, like it's like something, <laughs> some some joke about like Harry Segwaying his ex out of something. Anyway, I, I, I tried it. to take a picture, but I was driving, so I didn't. <laughs> Just know that it that's, happened. That's perfect. Uh, and it meant a lot to me. <sighs> okay, Danny, you're up. I'm up. Let's uh, do it. Let's get into it. Jenny had only ordered the Eros Wizarding Delights and Temptations catalog on a whim. The catalog was popular among the ladies of the Hollyhead Harpies. Katie Bell, in particular, had overdramatically swore it saved her life. Is that our our first Katie Bell? 
It's her first mention of Katie Bell. And hey, Katie Bell, I wouldn't throw around saved her life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you of all people. Yeah. I, I have a feeling you've been down that road before. Oh, my God. I was midair screaming at such a great catalog. Everyone's like, wow, Katie, that joke still. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it was in her backpack, and when she fell, she landed on it, and it saved her. Maybe it actually was. It wasn't Hagrid. It yeah. was actually the yeah. magazine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, the catalog was filled with various items that had all been charmed in sexually useful ways. At least a third of the catalog were outfits that were designed to show off skin in a suggestive manner. Ginny thought it was funny how there was this odd space between being completely naked and completely clothed that was somehow sexier than either of the extremes. Either way, it really wasn't her thing. She'd just as soon be naked and cut to the chase. <laughs> we know. Actually, she, cut didn't to have, the chase she didn't have to get naked to cut to the chase last episode. Yeah. Oh, now they, she had a, like a full skirt on. Yeah. <laughs> the remaining two-thirds were objects that were more directly useful for sex. Her eyes roamed over the objects that vibrated in a special way with interest. <gasps> oh, that's right, because the catalog would have movable pictures. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow, that's so fun. The golden snitch vibrating toy was amusing. Uh, Missed opportunity. Snatch. Snatch. (laughs) The golden snatch vibrating toy was amusing. It looked just like a golden snitch and even flew around, but was charmed to focus on that special place between her thighs. It looked like loads of fun. She could charm virtually anything and stick it between her legs. (laughs) But that toy, it's like, yeah, you could could carve a dildo, but you better buy one. Yeah. She could charm virtually anything and stick it between her legs, but that toy and the others in the catalog had more powerful charms placed on them than she could cast herself, and her own abilities weren't too shabby. Reluctantly, she moved on to the items that had been designed with penetration in mind. What if this catalog is Hermione's secret project? You know, Draco has the Cockertaker right. magazine. Like Hermione's, like all these powerful. Like I could see that. Ginny's like they're just a little bit better than mine. Mine are pretty good. And I was like, what other witch could do better? And first, she was inspired by the black cloth. Yes. And she realized, oh, I could turn this into a business empire. She's a freaking entrepreneur. <laughs> I would love to see Hermione's TED talk about arrows. <laughs> <laughs> just like strutting across the stage, like in just like three slow With steps. With like a little Britney mic, mm-hmm. and she's just like, arrows, sex. Witches. What do they have to do with each other? Well, I'll tell 72%. you. Seventy-two <laughs> percent. Her company would be called Galleons. Oh, oh yeah. My God. Witch yes. power. Thank you. <laughs> there were many different shapes and sizes, including some that she found it hard to believe were designed with actual human beings in mind. Though she had heard tales of wizards being very creative with engorgement charms. Hmm. She turned the catalog sideways to marvel and confusion at a particular toy that had the audacity to call itself the centaur. Oh, wow. She didn't think centaurs would approve of this sort of objectification and had half a mind to write her brother's girlfriend, Hermione, about the manor. Oh, did we know um, she yet that knows. they were together in this? Uh, I don't know if we I knew. don't feel like we explicitly had heard that until now. Oh, no, because didn't Hermione, like, tell Ginny on the train... It's I, I miss Ron. I miss Ron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some other items were designed to do penetration for you. You just said the charm and it would save you the trouble. She mentally jotted one of those down as a maybe. Could be nice <laughs> on a lazy day in combination with the golden snitch toy. There's just like seven toys down there at work. I'm just coming at you from every angle. <laughs> so while you work. <laughs> they sold lubricating. Bashful. <laughs> and work is spelled W-E-R-K. Yeah. <laughs> Whistle while you work. You don't want grumpy. <laughs> lazy. When your boyfriend's feeling lazy and you're feeling grumpy. Whistle while you work. Don't be bashful. Yeah. (laughs) We'll work on it. The pitch is almost there, guys. 
They sold lubricating potions, but personally, Jenny preferred to brew her own so she could get the consistency just right. There were also so-called erotic climax potions that gave the drinker orgasms by the spoonful. Whoa. Jenny was curious what that might be like, but also thought that it just wouldn't be the same as building up to a good, strong climax. Just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go up. Ooh. Sexual pleasure was as much psychology as it was anything else. <laughs> Not that your boyfriend has ever performed foreplay on you, so <laughs> right. You just maybe just take a just take an eyedropper of this. One. <laughs> there was there was a section of wizard erotica and some books with pictures of witches and wizards performing various sex acts. But Jenny thought she had plenty of erotica for the moment, just she like you her, do, listeners. From her she podcast. put in her headphones. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. got really meta. The sex industry hates us. <laughs> As she made it to the back of the catalog, Jenny found herself flipping back to the penetration toys. One particular item had stuck out and clung to her mind. It was a flesh-colored toy that was intended to be strapped onto a person's groin. Yes. Oh, duh, the girl that topped. The girl that topped. It was advertised as coming with a charm that allowed the toy to join to the wearer's body. Once joined, the toy felt real. If you touched it, you would feel just as if you were touching yourself. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's amazing. It also came with a second charm that let you adjust its shape and size. Wow. It's like Play-Doh. Jenny Cood, (laughs) just like Lindsay. (laughs) She found this toy very interesting. She tried to imagine what it would feel like. Would it feel like having a cock? And if so, what did having a cock even feel like? This is like very like and xerophilia. And so, was it named Jason? <laughs> My butt. <laughs> but like in xerophilia, remember we were like, that's so cool to switch sexes to feel like what yeah. it would feel like to have the other organ. Yeah, this yeah, seems like a much less inconvenient way to Definitely. get Definitely, <laughs> yeah. Jenny's legs stirred restlessly as she felt herself warming with arousal. Jenny slid a hand between her thighs without even thinking, spreading her legs eagerly. She slid her clip between her two fingers, focusing on how her swelling nub felt when she touched. It was nice. Would doing that with a cock feel better or just different? Jenny pictured Harry in her mind. She'd watched Harry touch himself plenty of times. She knew how Harry liked to touch himself, the way his hand clutched at the base and slid up to the head and back down again, his grip firm and his motion smooth. Jenny dragged her clip between her fingers again, slowly, as she imagined Harry touching himself and let out a grunt of pleasure. That felt <laughs> so damn good. She could imagine Harry as he touched himself while cooking eggs or <laughs> Harry as he touched himself while driving. Didn't Harry, didn't Harry imagine Ginny while he was sucking Neville's cock? He's like, this is what I've picked up from Ginny. Yeah, they're connected. Yeah. They really are paying attention. She's like the new Voldemort in his uh, soul. Yeah, <laughs> in his loins. Voldy's in his heart, like, yeah. Ginny in his loins. <laughs> she knew from experience that the head was the most sensitive part of the cock. But if she focused on it too much while she gave Harry head, it usually made him uncomfortable. Harry touched all of his cock when he pleasured himself. <laughs> I need oh, a diagram. Sorry, I just picture Harry's just a mess down there. Yeah. Just <laughs> pawing at himself. <laughs> Jenny could almost imagine that she was dragging her fingers up the hard shaft of a cock as she slowly dragged her fingers over her clit. She began to picture herself wearing the toy, her hand stroking the shaft of it, and then she was picturing Harry touching her the way he touched himself. Yes, he would be able to do it better than she could. Her mind drifted to other thoughts and found her pelvis lightly thrusting as she stroked her clit and imagined Harry's full lips wrapping around the toy and sucking. Yeah, she's imagining Harry giving her a blowjob. Yeah, and cool. Thank God he's practiced. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. Well, he really can deliver. This fantasy would yeah. be a nightmare. <laughs> oh, Merlin, she knew what his full lips felt like sucking on her clit and how sexy he looked. But this image was even more alluring. 
Ginny moaned at this thought and rolled over, her face pressed into a pillow and having to turn sideways to prevent herself from suffocating while she thrust her pelvis to fuck her own hand. Ginny was now picturing herself behind Harry, the toy inside of him and Ginny feeling it all. Ginny imagined Harry's face as he penetrated her, the way his mouth twitched with each slow thrust. She had asked him how it felt. He threw out a million different adjectives every time, and Ginny was forced to imagine how it would feel to fill him like he filled her and to feel him wrapped tight around her. I bet she's seen his face like kind of twisted like that a bunch. He's yeah. been <laughs> he's been uncomfortable for many years. He's been <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would Harry let her do that, she wondered. Harry had never indicated he was interested in having his arse played with, but he never indicated that he did it. <laughs> Jimmy, the Chamber of Secrets is open. <laughs> Ginny rubbed her clit as she thrust down against the bed, tension rising in her body and trying to imagine what it would feel like to ejaculate. Just ask Hermione. Ginny <laughs> <sighs> ground as she hit a potential. Is that better? That was so good. Is that too gross? That was so good. That was perfect. I feel like I'm in it with you right now. I'm just... <laughs> Jenny ground as she... <laughs> she it was good a, the first time. It felt really authentic. Thank you. As she, she had a, a potent climax, picturing herself fucking her boyfriend in the arse and coming hard inside of him, Jenny continued to slowly thrust, finding tiredness seeping back inside of her as arousal faded away gracefully. Eventually, she rolled over and set the catalog aside. What page was it? I, I'm flipping through. I can't figure out what page. Looks like a page is missing. Oh, they're stuck together. She, she she's tra- like she like turns again. And it's like lands end. <laughs> like, I swear. All of the witches that were like previously there, like now hiding behind like the text in the yeah. descriptions. Lands end. That's Eddie Bauer. <laughs> she tried to uh, Eddie Blower. Yeah. <laughs> she tried to remember how long it had been since she and Harriet even had a shag. It had been weeks. She needed oh, to fix that time soon. Fast. Just then she started out of her euphoric trance by tapping at the window. She, just then she was startled out of her euphoric trance by tapping at the window. By a uh, tapping. Just then she was startled. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell that your pause meant you didn't still then understand the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> like she startled her own self. <laughs> then she startled herself because she's like, whoa, why am I tapping? What? Why, why am I doing that? that? Why do I keep doing that? It's scary. Always startle Stop. myself yeah. by tapping. Just then. <laughs> <laughs> Just then she was startled out of her euphoric trance by a tapping at the window. It was probably a ministry owl with a letter from Harry. Ginny opened the window and took the letter from the owl, which then promptly flew away. Sure enough, it was from Harry. <laughs> Ginny, I'm going to be working overnight. Go ahead and eat without me. Love, Harry. <laughs> Ginny sighed. She was looking forward to seeing Harry and spending a night with him in bed. She slid back beneath the covers and flipped the switch on the lap. She closed her eyes and tried to put her fantasies out of her mind. Oh, dee do do dee do Ow! Harry cried out, the sound of a loud thud accompanying him. Are you all right? Ginny called out at him as she stood at the kitchen sink, cleaning her dishes from breakfast. She'd had trouble sleeping. Thoughts of that toy and Harry had occupied her thoughts. And after only a few hours of sleep, she went ahead and got up, wanting to be awake when he got home. Yeah, I'm fine. It hit my head on the sofa. It was a long night. I invited Neville to the <gasps> office to help sort out paperwork. I ended up taking a nap sometime after midnight, Harry replied, sounding uh, regretful. nap in a lap. Ginny heard Harry approaching her from behind. Oh my god, I tell you guys a really funny story. Sure can. <laughs> I just thought of this when you said the word nap. 
I used to work at a consulting firm and every summer we would get a whole influx of interns. And the first day when the interns were there, one of the interns was missing after lunch and no one could find him. And then finally, (laughs) one of the consultants walked into my office and he's like, Allie, you have to come here. And we look and the intern is completely sleeping at his cubicle, head in his arms, out cold. And everyone is finds it hysterical. So we're all taking pictures with him. We're like climbed on the desk behind him. We're taking <laughs> selfies. Finally, he wakes up and we're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm taking a work nap. We're like, that's not a thing. And you can't take it when you're in a corporate job. And he's like, what? I used to always take naps in between classes in college. We're like, yeah, but you can't do it here. Like, this isn't in between work. This is still work. He's like, he's like, I just get so sleepy after I eat. So anyway, we had to like have a talking with him that work naps weren't <laughs> like, okay a work nap? <laughs> once oh you're an adult in a real God. job. It was so funny. Oh, At your cubicle, at least hide a little. Yeah, just in full, sight of, under every, the desk. in full sight of everyone else in the office. Oh my so God. Funny. There yeah. are four people listening to yeah. this are like, oh wait, not a thing. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I mean, they're the like, more it's, you it, know. I get like Silicon Valley has like sleep pot, like they're like yeah. for that kind of job. This firm did this not is, have no. sleep pots. Right. If no. you're a doctor working like a 19 hour yeah. shift yeah. and you close your eyes <sighs> or Grace Anatomy have sex your whole break. <laughs> Ginny heard Harry approaching her from behind. She cast the hot air charm on the last of the dishes as Harry wrapped his arms around her waist and pressed his chest against the back of her head. Harry softly exhaled as if in comfort. Jenny kissed his forearm, then nuzzled his arms as he kissed the top of her head. How's Neville? Jenny asked. Thoughts of Harry's night in Germany with Neville had... <laughs> Loaded <laughs> question. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> A loadful question. Hey. Thoughts of Harry's night in Germany with Neville had occupied Jenny's mind that night. She didn't know the details, but she could imagine them well enough. Around the same time, she'd been exploring her feelings for her best friend, Luna Lovegood, back at Hogwarts. They developed an understanding while Harry ventured out for a year to find himself. Fine. Life of a bachelor, I suppose, Harry replied. I miss Neville. We should have him around more often. Wouldn't you like that? Ginny asked, finding the notion of the two boys together rather enticing. Oh, uh, yeah, Harry said, sounding flustered. (laughs) I've always been curious about the two of you, what you got up to in Berlin, Ginny said, perhaps being a little more clear as she pushed her body closer against him. Oh, um, well, you know... I'm sure you can, Harry coughed, then finished. Use your imagination. You think I haven't, Ginny said with a light snicker. Are you tired, Harry? Ginny probed. I was, um, until you know, Harry said, rubbing himself against her. I like that for someone so open-minded and just like, I guess maybe I'll just be into guys and blow Neville and like take a year off from my girl. Like he's being so coy, like... (laughs) She's like, he's being so like, hairy. He's like, uh, you, uh, use your imagination. Like, just embrace yourself. <laughs> embrace your choices, Harry. He said he didn't find himself when he was in Europe. So right. he likes the chase. <laughs> Jenny chuckled and wiggled back against him in acknowledgement, feeling his growing hardness. You're in a mood, Harry observed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, oh, did he? You're in a mood. Said as as theatrically as possible. Draco, darling, you're in a mood. You're in a mood. He just like switched. You're in a mood, Harry. And then what if Harry like took on a totally different voice the minute he like was a little bit aroused? Like he's like, oh, you can use your imagination. And then she rubs against him. He's like, you're in a mood. You're in a mood. 
Canaveral. Oh, I didn't see that coming. The blood, the blood rushing has opened up his vocals. <laughs> it's his Mrs. Doubtfire voice. <laughs> Harry observed wrapping his hands over her thighs. Ginny gasped at the feeling of his arm hands on her cold thighs. <laughs> I think you see his arm hands. <laughs> Jenny got the feeling of his warm hands on her cold. Oh thighs. yeah, that's what it is. Get your arm hands off of me. <laughs> not Stop touching. Le- not those leg hands. Stop touching me with your arm, no leg arm hands. hands. Hey, your arm hands are making me nervous. Uh, uh. Oops. <laughs> Sliding up underneath the t-shirt. Had trouble sleeping last night. I miss you. I'm feeling sort of desperate. Jenny uh-huh. said holding her breath as the tips of Harry's fingers curled around her inner thighs, so near her heat. I hadn't noticed, Harry snarked, then slowly slid his hands up, his arm hands up. Oh, oh, I never noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Could have fooled me. Then slowly slid his hands up to her stomach, <laughs> gliding gently over her torso to cup her small breasts in his big hands. Big arm hands. Big arm hands. <laughs> I tried touching myself. It wasn't enough. I need more. I need intimacy and friction. I need you, Jenny moaned. Harry leaned over into her neck and kissed her, his warm mouth making her want to melt in his arms. Please touch me, Harry, Jenny begged, feeling the aching between her thighs that couldn't be ignored for another moment. I am touching you, Harry snarked again, squeezing her hard nipples between his fingers. Should we translate that to the theatrics? <laughs> no, we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll take a break. <laughs> I am touching you. <laughs> you know what I mean, Ginny said firmly, lacking patience at the moment. Harry moved his hands back down her body, sliding his fingers inside her knickers and lightly brushing them over her pubic mound, making her giggle. He slid two fingers into her folds, and Ginny moaned as he lightly squeezed her swollen clit between them. He slid his fingers down to her wetness, dragging them back up to her clit, where he gently stroked in soft motions. Oh, Harry, Ginny said, letting out a sigh of relief. Ginny, you really do miss me, don't you? Harry said, pressing his lips into her neck again, lightly sucking and biting just the way she liked. I get so worked up thinking about you, Harry, the things I want to do with you, do to you, Ginny said, not telling him how she was imagining him on his knees with his arse readied for a nice fuck. (laughs) Mm, Just minor details to be left out. (laughs) Mm, mm, Really? Like what? Harry urged, sucking into her neck so hard she knew he'd leave a love bite. Hickey! Hickey! Vampires! (laughs) Jenny held her breath. She wasn't ready to tell him about that fantasy and the toy. It was best to work her way up to it. Little idea foreplay. (laughs) You, your body, how perfect every part of you is, Jenny said, finding it difficult to think while Harry's fingers were playing with her clit and his mouth was at her throat. What parts of my body, Harry urged. Your arse, your mouth, Merlin, you know what I'd love for you to do with your mouth? Jenny replied and suddenly turned around, forcing his hand to pull out her knickers. She smiled up at her handsome boyfriend's face and leaned up to his kiss. 
Harry reached behind her and squeezed her arse, pulling her belly against his erection through his robes. <laughs> Ginny returned the gesture and reached around to squeeze his perfect arse. Harry was a superb kisser. Huh. He, he had a way with his mouth. She wondered if Neville had appreciated them. She wondered where Harry had used his lips, imagining them gliding over the head of Neville's cock with glee. She pictured herself with that toy, Harry's mouth upon, and squeezed her thighs in excitement. Ginny pulled her mouth away and whispered in Harry's ear, You know what I would love. (laughs) (laughs) What's on your mind, Harry asked. I was just thinking. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pre-giggle for her. How much I would love to sit on your beautiful face. It has to be the episode title. <laughs> like if I had a dime. Pop a squat on your is this I would too dirty? Love to sit Pop on my twat. Twat squat. A twat squat. Twat squat. <laughs> squat thrust. <laughs> oh Harry kissed her cheek and chuckled. All right. Do you wanna move to the bedroom? No, uh, right. Okay. All right is not the answer when someone says, All right, sure. I was just thinking how much I would love to sit on your beautiful face. All right, mate. Okay. <laughs> sure. Want to move to the bedroom? Got That's a great really to do tonight. Place. Have a squat twat. Uh, can Have I check my cow? Can I check my eye cow? No, right here, right now. Papa tots twat squat. It's so like, I saying that 10 times says Papa twat squat. Papa twat squat. Papa twat squat. Uh, Papa twat squat. Whoa, someone, we need to make, uh, remix that. Remix <laughs> Lupin needs, needs to spin some beats. No, right here, right now, Ginny said, feeling too wow. urgent for a change of location. Ginny tossed off the T-shirt, exposing her freckled torso. She quickly stepped out of her knickers, hanging them on the knob of a drawer. Harry dropped to the floor, looking handsome in his work robes. She grinned at his visible bulge, then moved to crouch over his face. To Barty crouch over his face. (laughs) She lowered herself to his open mouth, his dark hands clutching her pale, freckled thighs. Ginny was in heaven as she ground her sex into his open mouth, his tongue sliding against her clip beautifully. Mm, ah, Jenny let out soft moans. Bravo. Thank you. Really I've been practicing in the mirror. <laughs> Listening to Harry's grunts of hunger was thrilling. He always seemed to love pleasing her so much. She lifted up to give him air, but he quickly pulled her back down, furiously lapping and sucking on her clit. Uh-oh. She's primed for a queef, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh-oh. I'm like, uh-oh, what? That is not where I too saw that wording going. Too much air happening right now. <laughs> too much. Don't say primed for <laughs> Is that the episode, episode title? title? Prime, prime for queefs? Prime for a queef. Those are the four worst words that I've ever heard come out of your mouth <laughs> in the entire time I've known you. Uh, that's a kettle of squid. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck, Harry, that's so good. You must really want me to come, Ginny said. She always has to lead him a little bit. You must really want me to come, huh? Say that. Try saying that to me. <laughs> Try saying I'm primed for queefs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Harry said, muffled neither. <laughs> yeah. Ginny held still, feeling the tension rise, knowing she was close. Oh, yeah, Harry, that's it. Don't stop. Almost, almost there. Oh, Oh, shit, Ginny said, the moment hitting her nearly by surprise, her body feeling hot with pleasure. High-pitched moans escaped from her mouth as her muscles contracted in pleasure. Harry still sucking on her clit, nearly sending her over the edge again. I feel like Katie Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Screaming and writhing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck, that's good, Ginny moaned, then jerked with another orgasmic shock. Once she could feel her limbs again, she lifted off. Like, 
Letting him breathe. It's like on a scale of one to Katie Bell, how hard did you come? We call that a crotch rocket. (laughs) (laughs) Letting him breathe more comfortably. Uh, Harry, the things you do with your mouth, did, did you suck Neville off that good? Whoa. Jenny asked, feeling more brave with her head still in a post orgasmic rush. Harry's green eyes were wide with surprise. You'd have to ask him, Harry said sheepishly. Hmm, maybe I will, Jenny Ooh. said, not wanting to force Harry to share the details, but wishing he would. Jenny slid down his body until their faces were aligned, and she kissed him deeply, enjoying the taste of herself on his lips and tongue. I guess you're pretty ready for some relief, aren't you, love? Jenny asked, smiling down at him. That's putting it mildly, Harry said. Uh, come on then, get your kid off. Morag? Uh, come on then, get, get your, your kid get off. Get your kid off. Jenny said, rolling off him, the kitchen tiles feeling cold on her bum. I forgot they were in the kitchen. Harry disrobed swiftly, looking intense as his robes dropped to the floor. Jenny bit her lip as she let her eyes wander up his body. She stood up, continuing to look him up and down, wanting him to know how gorgeous she thought he was. You guys, she's such like an attentive lover. Such I really did. She really is. Like loves him and wants him to feel special. Jenny wandered behind him, tracing the shape of his arse with a finger. She lightly patted each cheek and he loudly <laughs> chuckled. You really do like my arse, don't you? Harry asked. Bloody right I do, Jenny said, then came around to his front. Harry twitched his cock and Jenny placed a hand on it feeling the intensity of the heat and the softness of his foreskin. Her hand curved around the shaft and cupped his bollocks. Gentle Jin, they're a bit sore, if I'm being honest, Harry said, and Ginny made a sympathetic sound. Ginny placed her hand back on his cock, sliding it up and down, watching his foreskin glide. When was the last time you came, Ginny asked. I don't know, I've been so busy with work. Maybe a week, Harry said. Ginny slid her hand up to the head and lightly squeezed, frowning up at Harry. Damn, I don't like going more than a day or two without an orgasm. It's just so good to let pressure off. You know what I mean? Jenny asked slowly, stroking up and down his thick shaft. <laughs> Harry probably didn't come for like three years during that Voldemort chase. Right. Oh, I know. Poor guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, Harry said as her hand slid over the head. Oh, oh my God, you guys. Voldemort could have popped in any time while he was yeah, like, masturbating, he probably, he probably going to the bathroom. Get out of here, Voldemort. I'm having some turn. <laughs> Or vice versa. Yeah. Oof. If well, I got to come how I wanted. How do you want to come? It's my treat. How do you want me? Jenny asked. Hot eats, cool treats. <laughs> Dairy queef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. I like when you're on top. I just like you being in control. I like when you get off on me. I like feeling you come when I'm inside you. Harry said. Hmm. Jenny replied, then giggled, squeezing the head again, liking it when Harry squirmed. Your pleasure turns me on. I wasn't even thinking about sex when I came in, but seeing how bad you wanted it turned me on. Seeing you come really makes me come hard, Harry said. Damn, Harry, Jenny said, leaning up to kiss him, feeling his hot erection press up against her stomach. Harry's hands gripped the small of her back as she felt her own aching rising once more. She pulled away and held Harry's hand, leading him out of the kitchen as they went through the doorway into the living room. So not only could Voldemort have entered Harry's mind if he was drinking off, mm-hmm. but then also like Jenny had that diary, you know, writing to Tom Riddle. Mm-hmm. He's like all over the place. Voldemort's like so in everybody's He's business. Up in, yeah. <laughs> he is. He's gossip girl. He's g- <laughs> XOXO, Voldy. <laughs> Me again. <laughs> Love to see some scenes oh. that open with that... Like him narrating. There has to be. Gossip. Gossip. 
There has to be a crossover with Voldemort and Gossip Girl. It would be so funny because, you know, it's always like, turns out there's more going on the Upper East Side than Upper, you know, like it's always like some like real like pun. Yeah. Uh, Wow. I want to fuck you on the sofa. Oh. Don't hit your head this time. On the plug one? On the plug horn. Don't hit your head this time, Mm. Ginny suggested. Harry went over and laid back on the sofa, putting a couple of cushions behind his head. Ginny didn't know why she wanted to fuck on the sofa. The bedroom wasn't (laughs) far, but they'd never done it on a sofa before. Harry had a nice sofa. It had plenty of space for this. Ginny grabbed her wand off the (laughs) end of the table and said, (laughs) Ginny grabbed her wand off the table and said, shall we say it all together? Accio lube. The lubricating potion flew from the bedroom and into her hands. Into her eye. (laughs) (laughs) She was pretty wet, but as thick as Harry was, a bit of lube always helped. She reached into the jar and scooped some of the fluid. She then spread it all over Harry's cock. Hmm, Harry moaned as her hand slicked him up. She then placed a foot on the edge of the sofa and spread some of the fluid all over her hot flesh. She often just hikes her leg right She does. That's the Ginny move. It's like, what's the Captain Morgan? He always puts his leg up like that. That's Ginny right before sex. Lube time. (laughs) She was like had a hook and a pirate hat. (laughs) At it. You've been taking your birth control potion, haven't you? Harry asked. Of course. Don't be silly, Ginny said. The end. That also feels a little ominous. Like, of course I have. Don't be silly. Dot, dot, dot. (sighs) Plan V. Making babies. Jiffy lube. More like Ginny lube. Oh. I don't know. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you (laughs) ones up or or down? Well, my wand is up. Personally, my wand's way up. If I never had a wand that was through the roof, it's happening right now. Frankly, wands don't aren't up either. <laughs> you know, it sounds like one of the Muppets that's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, wand should only ever be up. <laughs> you know how like Danny really got into his like. I feel like during Cockerteaker, like his southern. I feel like I got yeah, really yeah. into that. I feel like this, we found yours. Oh, like this, I, it, like, yeah. I was so good at it. It's very, I'd be very lovely. Add it to your Snape pile. It's, yeah. the, it's the reason I'm not mad at you for the queef comment. It's made it up. Bounces <laughs> up. Yep. So your wand is up. That, was, um, that whole episode was foreplay. We didn't get any sex. That was Finally, chapter, I that was chapter five play. I would love to sit on your beautiful face. Ginny got game. She does. Yeah, I, I like She knows how, what she wants. Because mm-hmm. it is, it was so much from her perspective. So it was interesting hearing her think about him and how she yeah. kind of worships him. So worships his it. butthole. <laughs> um, on that note, my wand is also up. <laughs> I love all the sexiness. We got some buildup. They're getting slicked and ready. Slicked. Wow. Slicked. Yeah, my wand's also up. That was fantastic. I like that Ginny likes being in control and that Harry likes it and that she's like demonstrative and he's sort like, I feel like their dynamic works for them both and I like it. So when she was riding his beautiful face, she was in the kitchen. So her knees on the tile, that's rough. That's not fun. I know. It's like a punishment. Accio knee pads. <laughs> yeah, but it's self inflicted. She said she wanted it there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So awesome. Well, tune in. <laughs> um, now awesome. I, now awesome. I, awesome. Awesome. Stay tuned for a cute little jingle. <gasps> yeah, by Hillary. And we'll talk to you next week. Wee. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Hillary. 
I was inspired by this past week's podcast to write a little ditty. It's very short, but I still think it's very good. So here it goes. Holiday in Berlin. Neville tells Harry he's by. Holiday in Berlin. But then they are still both real shy. Neville leans in, kisses Harry. They're both so surprised. They begin to realize. Does he want this? I think he wants this. Harry asks him. Neville consents. They've been waiting such a long time for a holiday. That's all I got. It was short, but I thought it was fun. Bye. For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Potterotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Potterotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at PotteroticaPodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.